Sukkah, Perik Hay, Mishnah Aleph, 5.1. I had said in the previous recording that that Mishnah was the last Mishnah to expand upon the first Mishnah of the fourth Perik. That's actually incorrect. Um, the beginning of our Mishnah here will wrap that up when it says, Hachalil Chamisha Veshisha, the flute is on five or six days. So we'll explain that here. The topic of this Mishnah, really the first half of the chapter, the last chapter of Sukkah, is the Simchas Beis HaShoeva, the rejoicing that went on, especially in Sukkot, in the Beis HaMikdash. The word Beis HaShoeva, meaning the place of drawing, according to Rashi refers to the fact that this rejoicing is happening, happening on the night before in celebration of the drawing of the waters and the special status of the Nisu Hamayim, the water libation that's offered, as we discussed in the previous chapter. Um, and therefore, the whole night ahead of time, they would do all sorts of... Um, celebrations, as the mission will explain. According to Rambam, the special celebrations that happened in the Beis HaMikdash were a fulfillment of the general requirement of you'll rejoice before Hashem seven days. So this is part of that general mitzvah of Simchas Yom Tov, and the special Simcha of Sukkot. That's a fulfillment of it. And therefore, it's not to do with the drawing of the water at all, um, rather, it's a rejoicing that happened in a place called the Beis HaShoeva, the place of drawing. That was a specific place um, where they conducted these celebrations, according to the Rambam. And it's called Beis HaShoeva, based on the Pasuk, um, which the Pasuk Nishai, which says, Usha'avte main besason, you will draw the waters with special joy and rejoicing. He understands, based on that Pasuk, this area of the Beis English got the name called Beis HaShoeva. According to Rosh's understanding, however, it would be simply that um, the Pasuk itself, Usha'avta Maim Bisason, drawing the waters and rejoicing, um, is what obligates the special Simcha of Simcha's Beis HaShoeva, the celebration that happened, and not just the generic mitzvah to celebrate. So a bit of a is there. At all events, um, the Yushalmi has a totally different understanding, which is really fascinating. He says, Shoeva means to draw, like to suck, um, to pull. And the Yushami says it's because the people who are there were Sho'avim Ruach HaKodesh. They um, imbibed, drew into themselves um, Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, um, being surrounded by the Beis HaMikdash and all the Tzadikim, etc. Um, and part of really connecting to Ruach HaKodesh requires Simcha, um, is brought down in many places. And that being the case, um, this was a special opportunity to get especially inspired, and that was part and parcel of the rejoice that happened, says the Rishalmi. At all events, the Mishnah says here, Hechalil Chamisha Veshisha, the flute happened on the five or six days out of the Yom Tov. Now, when we say Chalil, we're talking about a flute, but the truth is that they played all sorts of instruments. It's just that the flute was the most, like, loudest, the most prominent of them. Zewa Chalil Shel Beis HaShueva. We're, we're talking here about the flute of the Beis HaShueva, of the place of drawing in, as explained before, different Pshatim. She'enu Docha Loa um, and blowing a flute and other instruments won't push off the prohibition of playing musical instruments that exists midrabanan um, on Shabbos and Yom Tov. There's a dindrabanan. It's just a shvus, meaning rabbinic, that one may not play musical instruments on Shabbos and Yom Tov lest he come to fix it um, if it goes out of tune or breaks. And, and if he fixes it, that can be already a doraisa. Therefore, you have this prohibition against playing it. Now, normally the rule is that um, that these rabbinic protections around Shabbos 
and the Yom Tov, I'm doing applying the base of Mikdash. Um, people are more mindful, Kohanim's Rizim, the Sanhedrin's present, and the base of Mikdash will trump that. However, that rule of Ein Shavos Mikdash, we don't um, apply where it's not something essential to the avoda of the base of Mikdash. So in the case of Simcha's Beis HaShuev, a blowing of the flute is something that's sort of ancillary to the essential of Oda. It's part of the fun and rejoicing, but it's not actually part of the temple service. And therefore, it wouldn't um, be allowed um, on Shabbos and Yom Tov. That being the case, the calculation goes as follows. You can figure out from the previous missions, similar calculations. If Yom Tov and Shabbos fall out on the same day, meaning the first day of Yom Tov is a Shabbos, so then um, you won't play flute on that day, but you have six more days the rest of the week, Sunday to Friday, um, where you could play the musical instruments, including the flute, so you'd have six days. If the first day of Yom Tov is not a Shabbos, you'll have both the first day of Yom Tov, where you don't play the flute, as well as one day during the middle of Cholomod, which is Shabbos you wouldn't play, so that knocks out two of the seven, you're left with five. Okay. Amru. Our rabbi said, Kol Mishlo Ra Simchas Besa Shoeva, Anyone who never saw the rejoicing that happens, either in the Beis HaShuev, according to Rambam, or around the events of the drawing of the water, Lo Simcha Miyamav, he hasn't seen like a complete rejoicing um, in his life. Um, the reason why is because the rejoicing and celebrations and joy that happened were so extraordinary, as the Mishnahists will come to explain, that um, anything else pales in comparison.